Time now for Breaking Bones with Dr. George Bari and Joe C. An informative but laid-back approach to sports medicine on 1010XL. Yeah. Now, let's break some bones. Welcome, Breaking Bones, Sunday morning. We get you cranked up and ready to go at... Well, it's breaking bones. We talk sports injuries. Joe C. from XL Primetime, noon to three weekdays, Monday through Friday, right here on the Superstation. And Dr. George Barry, I like to call him Gio. Uh, he's a dude that is in the know when it comes to orthopedic surgery. Why? Because he's an orthopedic surgeon. Isn't that right, Doc? You trained under the renowned Dr. James Andrews, and we talk sports injuries, among other things, right? <laughs> you remind me of that movie. It was it Tropic Thunder? I'm the dude mm-hmm. playing the dude playing the other dude. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Now, listen, I play a doctor on the radio, but you, in fact, are a real doctor. We like to point that out. All right, so we get to hang out for the next half hour. we got the kickoff show coming up at the top of the hour. We're going to get ready for your Jaguars taking on the hated Tennessee Titans. But, Doc, before we even get to sports injuries, and by the way, you can hit us on the text line. You just poured a, a nice cup of coffee, a cup of joe. You can hit the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures at 641-1010 and ask us any joint pain, any surgical options that you're looking at, anything, you can go ahead and hit it at 641-1010. But, Doc, last week against the Detroit Lions, how bad was this How bad was this Jacksonville Jaguar football team? Dude, it was bad. And, and I don't – did they end up did, – did the, did the other team ever end up punting? No, they never punted. They, they never they punted. Never punted. Um, and, and, and I joked on the air that they signed their punter – to the most lucrative punting contract you can have in the National Football League in 2022. They signed him in the offseason, and they never even used – what a waste of money. They never even used him. They never punted. That's, and and yeah. we asked Coach Campo on XL Primetime earlier this week, Have you? Ever, he's a defensive coordinator uh, for, for a number of years. He won a Super Bowl as a defensive coordinator. Have you ever had a defense that – just couldn't stop anybody and never, ever had the other – force the other team into a punt. And he said, no. He said, that's pretty bad. because I've had some bad defenses, but uh, nothing like that. That was that was rare, and that was awful. Yeah. You know, as the season goes on, I tend to think that Logan Cook is our best player. Yeah, he's good, man. He's sturdy. He's sturdy. He's solid. Uh, and that's what you uh, every, <laughs> that's I mean, what he's – de- seriously, though, think about it. He's dependable every time. Yeah. He, he, I don't think he's had, like, a really bad game. He, no. he, he doesn't have any, like, miffed, muffed punts where it's like, oh, my God, I only went 20 yards. He's consistent. Yeah, he is. And, look, uh, we we know that this is not a great football team. We know that this is a football team trying to turn things around. Uh, but they had been in basically every game up until this point. So it just kind of – it's the old kidney shot, you know. You, right. You don't want it – or the throat punch. You and, don't want it. And, and, then, and then we're getting closer. People saying, well, if we win out, we have a really big chance of making the playoffs, you know. Let me tell you something. This kind of uh, – Turn I that was so fired. I was so fired up because the Titans are on a two-game losing streak. The Eagles took care of business, beat up Tennessee a week after they lost at home to Cincinnati. I mean, this was setting up perfect for Jacksonville to go into Nash Vegas to beat a team that they hadn't beaten in a long time, uh, and uh, oh, it's all gone. It, every bit of it is gone. I was a December dreamer, uh, and now I've been. I mean, technically, back into reality. There's a chance, you know. Technically, yeah. Yeah, technically. It's like, uh, uh, never mind. I was going to say me and Kate Upton. Never mind. I won't even go there. Let's just get into a couple of other things because, listen, Doc, as you and I are watching this game and Trevor Lawrence goes down, Cam Robinson, terrible, 
terrible play from the expensive left tackle as he lets a defender for Detroit blow past him. And it, it you, you take it from here. He basically catches Trevor Lawrence at the knee, what, at about a 45-degree angle? Yeah. And then what were you immediately thinking? Well, if we noticed, they played a bunch on slow motion, right? And so his ankle twisted out really bad because had got caught on the floor on, on the ground and then he grabbed the outside of his knee immediately and we, we were texting me and you and Hayes back and forth what do you think is going on but when he grabbed the outside of his knee and then they showed the replay over and over again or at least I watched it over and over again about his ankle twisting I thought he had I had texted you guys saying uh, right. a, we call it a Maisonneuve fracture a very fancy term but basically what it is it's when somebody has an injury an external rotation injury of their ankle, so their ankle externally rotates, which is what happened to him. Mm-hmm. And the energy, you tear the syndesmosis, or at least injure the syndesmosis. You can have a fracture also of the ankle, but the energy shoots up the syndesmosis, up what we call the interosseous ligament, which is also the rest of the ligament that connects the tibia and fibula, and mm-hmm. it exits out the proximal fibula, right? So the proximal means closer to your body, distal means further. Proximal fibula is, if you feel the knee on the outside, you have this little knot bone, right, on the outside of your knee. That's your fibular head. And so imagine like a lightning strike. It hits one area and exits out the other, right? Oh, wow. So that's what this does. The energy goes from your ankle up the fibula and exits out the fibula and fractures it and it breaks it. And so that's what I thought because he immediately grabbed the outside of his knee. He had that massive external rotation injury. He didn't um, have... It didn't look like he had an LCL injury. It didn't put his knee into, into Varus. And then we got a quick glimpse of the doc of the, doc, of the team. Uh, uh, doctors giving a little valgus and Varus stress on him right before they cut to break, which means right. testing his MCL, LCL. And he didn't wince or he didn't flinch. So I was like, okay, well, that, it's not that. Obviously, we're playing you know, doctor over the TV. But that's what I thought at mm-hmm. first. And, of course, he, he comes out and, and he runs back in and plays fine. Yeah, and, and look, we were all – relieved and then it kind of led us to a joke at that point you know like uh you know we were watching world cup soccer you know it was just we were just having fun with it but i think more than anything else it was it was trevor lawrence proving that he's a dude that he's tough uh that he's going to come back and he's going to play for his team and for himself and and a lot of guys could have said you know what my career just flashed before my eyes there's no way i'm going back out and putting myself at risk uh we're getting hammered right now and so I got to give him credit for that. Now let's get to the other part of this, because at the very least, coming out of the game, Doc, and we all watched it, Doug Peterson earlier this week uh, with members of 1010XL and, and the rest of the media basically saying that he that he feels like he's on track and, and so on and so forth as far as you know being healthy and 100%. But that was field turf, and the foot has been mentioned and the toe has been mentioned. Mm-hmm. Now, what can you read into that? Uh, as to, you know, like you're saying, because some of the things you were looking at immediately to find out what could have potentially happened. Yeah, so I, I think this toe issue is not an, an, an injury that happened at the time of that big injury that we saw because if we noticed, they were focusing on his knee the whole time. Right. So I think this is separate. I think this is probably something that hurt him. He realized it was hurting during the game or he realized after the adrenaline went down, it mm-hmm. began hurting. We did see a picture of him, at least I saw one the other day, of him in a little black shoe mm-hmm. and we call it either a fracture boot or a post-op shoe it's basically a hard sole in the bottom it doesn't bend we use it for foot fractures i don't think i think they mentioned it wasn't a fracture but right. 
You can use it for a fracture. You can use it for a, any sprain of the foot. You can use it for turf toe, right? Because turf toe, um, you put a, a stiff sh- a sole on the bottom so you don't bend that foot up, the toe up. So that can happen too. So it's, either one of those injuries is kind of vague what he has, but that's what we use that that uh, sh- the shoe for that he's wearing. Explain turf toe. Uh, hip pointer and turf toe sound like two of the mildest injuries you could ever have, and they're both very painful. Yeah. So turf toe happens when you get hyperextension of the plantar plate, which is almost like the bottom portion of the big toe. Okay. And it's just hyperextension over time. And so it hurts a lot, right? They get a lot of severe pain and they can get swelling. And that push off is what it hurts, right? Because you push off with your big toe. So the treatment to try to play with it is you put a stiff sole on the bottom. That way the toe doesn't bend. There was a quarterback two years ago, I forget who, in a Super Bowl who, who wore one because he had bad turf toe right before the Super Bowl. And so they can make an insert just so it sits under the big toe and the rest of the foot can bend, but the big toe can't. Rarely, rarely do you ever need surgery on turf toe. Um, most of the time it's conservative treatment, but it can be something that lingers, right? That people, you, we hear, we have, we've seen players in the NFL that have this turf toe that comes and goes and comes and goes. So it can linger and, and it kind of is tough sometimes to, to deal with. You can do a surgery, not super often, but it, 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 there is a surgery you can do also. Yeah, so let's just hope because we have seen guys have to step away from the game, guys that have been racked with pain when it comes to turf toe. We talked a bunch about field turf. Uh, it's necessary, but we're not necessarily fans uh, of it, you know, that type of deal, uh, and you just hate seeing it because you're talking, you know, franchise guy, and, and let's just be real. That's what it is. He is the hope uh, to return to, to glory for this franchise. And when you saw that, every Jaguar, all of Duval, uh, freaked out over that one. That's for sure. All right, now we're going to go to a, a couple of other quarterbacks, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Lamar Jackson uh, in particular. Uh, but if you have a question on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, your injury, not not their injury, your injury, you can ask us uh, shoulder, hip, elbow, knee, ankle, whatever it is, uh, 641-1010. Hit the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures and throw a question at us. Now, I've got one for you before we get to Jimmy Garoppolo, Doc. Um, uh, A buddy of mine has had multiple left arm injuries resulting in scar tissue from his elbow to his wrist and feels he is losing strength in his left arm. Uh, Tried a number of different remedies in the rehab would you recommend anything remedy-wise or exercise-wise? Mention something about an air pocket. What is that, Doc? How about scar tissue from from the elbow to the yeah. wrist? So kind of a vague question, but uh, he didn't mention he had surgery, so I'm assuming there hasn't been a surgery. What kind of injuries he's had, you know, I don't know. <clears throat> he said he had multiple injuries. So it can be it can be from, you know, you just hypersended your elbow to – you had a tear of the UCL and, and healed on it, you know. So I don't know exactly what right. kind of injuries. So this is going to be a lot of things. You know, this feeling of air pocket that he, he mentioned, when you get injured, people say the weirdest things sometimes. And it's not weird that they're saying, it's just that they have this weird sensation and they try to explain it. And sometimes it's very tough to explain. So, you know, feeling of air pocket sounds like maybe there's something in there that's preventing it from from moving. But what I would do, I don't know his exact injuries. I would maybe get an MRI, get an x-ray first of all, see what's going on. Because mm-hmm. if you had a lot of injuries, you can definitely have arthritis in that elbow, which could be the reason why there's limited range of motion. I'd get an MRI if the arthritis isn't bad to see if there's any soft tissue injuries. 
I can't like really su- suggest anything right now therapy-wise because I don't know the injury, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it, I don't know if it's the elbow, is it the forearm, is it the wrist because they kind of mentioned all three body parts. But that's where I would go, assuming it's an elbow or a wrist. I would get x-rays, and if they're normal, I'd get an MRI and then, and then go from there. And remember, on Breaking Bones, Dr. George Barry, a fellowship trained under the renowned Dr. James Andrews and the radio doctor, Joe C., uh, we operate on I, I put I put this in my notes, Doc. We operate on objective findings. Okay, <laughs> I learned that from you, and, and and we have to have objective findings. And then once we know the information, we can make a, a more educated guess. Is that correct? Yeah, I like I like the the new term you use now. Now you use yes. it. Yeah. I, I am in on objective findings. All right, now we found out. Jimmy Garoppolo left the game the other day against the the Miami Dolphins. He goes down with a foot injury, takes the sack very early in the game, and and, and out of it comes he has suffered a broken foot. It's going to require surgery. He's going to be gone for the season. So now, lo and behold, you and all the other bright minds in the medical community uh, have have led us to this, to where we we fear the worst, and then we have medical technology that says, you know, wait a minute, wait a minute. And so they say now – this is at least the report, is that he does not need foot surgery. It was not a Liz Frank injury. And if rehab goes according to plan, Garoppolo could return about seven to eight weeks. If you go seven weeks from the injury, Doc, that is when the divisional playoff games are played. So that's the second week of the postseason. And, look, San Francisco's got designs on making it to the postseason. Take a heavy. Has anyone looked at the NFC West? It sucks. And so San Francisco right now is in a great position to win their division, and then who knows, you know, what happens from there. They could be playing uh, divisional playoff football. What do you think about that? What do you think when you hear no surgery and about seven weeks to, to rehab? Yeah, it sounds like no fracture. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. It definitely could be a fracture. Um, does just because you don't have surgery doesn't mean you don't have a fracture. They're right. being very vague. They don't say there isn't a fracture. And, and normally, when there's good news, when there's bad news, they don't say it. When there's good news, they say it. Right? That's how that usually works. Mm-hmm. They didn't say there's no fracture, so it makes me wonder if there is a broken bone in that foot, maybe like a metatarsal, that they're just going to let heal on its own because it doesn't need surgery, and then put them back in. I think that's the issue because if it's just a sprain, um, then seven eight weeks is it's kind of a long time unless. It could be your Liz Frank that's sprained, but they specifically say it's not Liz Frank. So, you know, if I had to guess, he has a metatarsal fracture, non-displaced, and they're going to let this heal on its own and try to have him come back. Because surgery itself is not going to necessarily make it heal quicker. Right. Um, So that's how I'm, I'm interpreting what they're saying. And by the way, I mean, they, they've been hit with it because Trey Lance was supposed to be their guy. At least they were going to find out if he was their guy. He goes down very early in the season. Garoppolo, you remember, Doc? He had to come back from off-season shoulder surgery, and he had an ankle before that. I mean, this dude has been yeah. through the ringer when it comes to just – he's just been beat up a bunch. And by the way, it seems like if anyone else is quarterbacking, San Francisco's got a much less chance of winning than they do if Garoppolo's in. He's held up pretty nicely – uh, record-wise, even though he hasn't held up health-wise. Yeah, and I think in the beginning of the year, he had um, a lot of people talking about that he gets injured too much, Yeah, if I, if yeah. I recall. Yeah, you know what it is? He also wins a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that should count for something. All right, let's get to another quarterback. Uh, if you have injury questions, 641-1010. You can hit the text line, Design by Lifetime and Closures. We'll get to another one here in just a second. Uh, Lamar Jackson. 
did uh, did not play this past week. In fact, didn't finish the game this past week. And now being reported that he is a PCL sprain. Mm-hmm. Now that's according to the uh, you know the insiders of the National Football League. Uh, PCL sprains. The estimated time is one to three weeks. You can take it from there, just as far as what would you yeah. know get you back in a week or what would maybe extend your time on the bench a little bit longer, but we're talking about a running quarterback that has taken a lot of wear and tear already on his body. That's how he operates is, is, is running for the most part, PCL injury. What are we looking at? Can I just say something about the insiders, quote unquote? Oh yeah. Those Um, those are guys in the know. I I will say, you know, I'm not involved with any NFL team now, but when I was training with with uh, Andrews, a lot, we, we had a lot of the injuries come to us or at least, the MRIs and et cetera. And a lot of what the insiders say, you we would hear and be like, what are they talking about? Right? <laughs> like they, they had so much conviction. What is it? Never right. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, always wrong, but never in doubt. Right. That's, that's the insiders. Uh, I love that. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's interesting. They, they were saying things that were completely opposite of what we had just seen. And, you know, who knows some of it may be pushed by the agents or whatnot. But anyways, that's my little tangent. PCL injury. A PCL sprain, you know, you don't necessarily even need a PCL to play. You can tear your PCL and still run and play and, and do okay. Some people, if it's a bony avulsion, which means if the PCL tears and it takes the bone with it, which is somewhat common when it tears, then you need a surgery because it's almost like a fracture. Well, it is a fracture. But if you have a PCL sprain, you can treat it non-operatively. Um, and it's a couple weeks, which they had mentioned with a brace and some protected weight, uh, weight bearing and rehab in two to four weeks is what we normally do. And they kind of focus on the, the quadricep area. So definitely not out of the question, um, to do that. And even if you have a full tear, you can uh, do four weeks where you don't move it for it to scar in and then kind of do some training to get back in the game. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, not out of the question. He does not need a PCL to function. The question is going to be how much is this going to hurt him right now? Um, when he goes back, because in the beginning he's going to have some pain just because of the injury itself. All right. So but, you can say the one thing that I that I'm hearing from you is that he doesn't need it to function. But think of how Lamar functions. Yeah. You you don't. There are a lot of NFL players with no PCL that play, and so it's not out of the question. Okay. So it's okay. not like an ACL where if you get an ACL, he's probably not playing. Right. I mean, they're not going to play. They they get surgery as soon as possible. With a PCL, you don't have to get surgery. It's not 100% necessary. Okay. Interesting stuff, and we'll find out. But they don't expect to see him, and we'll find out how quickly he can get back out. And by the way, sidebar to this, it's not even a sidebar to Lamar. This is uh, topic number one to Lamar. He doesn't have a contract going forward. He bet on himself and went through the offseason and turned down an uh, offer, and he is self-represented. Think about that. He doesn't have an agent? No. No. Wow. He has been one of the guys that has been steadfast in operating on his own, and I get it. He feels like he's the guy that that will give him the best chance to get the most money, and I, I get all that. But what about – isn't that kind of crazy? I mean, his yeah. mom has basically said, you know, you know I'm running the show here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, listen, they're 8-4, and four, the number one in the AFC North. So yeah. uh, playing-wise and him betting on himself to get a contract, I don't think he did a bad job based on the record and how they're doing. Uh, now, betting on yourself to be an agent also, that's a different story. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he seems like he has enough time to do it. But, yeah. um, you know, a lot of times you get an agent be- because 
if you want to be the bad guy, you don't have to be the bad guy, right? Someone yeah. else can be the bad guy for you. And you can be like, look, that's what my agent's telling me, man. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm doing it because that's what he's telling me. And it, it really does. It keeps you removed from right. the, the conversation. It doesn't get, No one can get emotional at that point. Um, but Felicia, which just reminds me of the – by Felicia. Anyway, Felicia is his mom, and she was the one that was listed for a long time. Uh, and they basically had to pause the contract talks uh, before September. Uh, and they basically, you know, we'll, we'll find out who, who, in fact, will be representing. Uh, Lamar, when it's all said and done, that's for sure. All right, now, we represent 1010XL. You out there represent the listening audience of 1010XL. The kickoff show is coming up in just a little bit. We're going to go up against the hated Titans. I can't tell you how many scars, Doc, uh, Jaguar fans have experienced through the years from one Derrick Henry and the and the hated Titans. Are, are we uh, winning? Uh, uh, look, I don't feel great about it. Okay, um, the line is you know hovered around three and a half, four points, and if there, here's how I describe this this Jaguar team. I do it in a medical way. We are the elixir. Okay, if you don't feel well, <laughs> if you suck, if you're down and out as a football team, call Jacksonville. We'll come to you. We will come to you. And we will make you feel better. And and look, that's the way it used to be. It's changed this year because of this, you know, this football team looking like they're improving. But the record's still the record. Right. Okay. Well, and and especially against the Texans, who they can't figure out a way to beat as bad as they are. And the Tennessee Titans have just owned that that Ville has owned this Ville for far too long. Derrick Henry ain't the same. Okay. He's not running at, at this you know, unbelievable clip. He's not mowing people down like the Diesel that he was. But if there is a team he can get well against, so, it might be this one. Listen, if we beat them, we have to beat them. There's no question. That, assuming we beat them, yeah, we're only two games behind. There you go. And then there you go. And listen. then I mean, we have to beat them twice. That's no question. So assuming right. we beat them twice, we're only one game behind. So I love you. Then I love you. You gotta I mean, believe. Th- th- right then, it, it depends on if hopefully, hopefully they lose and we have to win. You know, there's a bunch of stuff that can happen. There's only two more games. Um, between after if you remove the Titans from us right. playing Titans, like I think two more games. So I mean, it can happen. It, it, we have a lot of things that have to go our way, but it's not out of the realm of possibility as long as we right. beat them twice. That's right. You gotta believe. You gotta believe. All right. Now let me ask you another question, and we'll get back to uh, a couple of one college and one pro. By the way, can I say uh, something? Yeah. I'm. Um. Have you seen the prices for these go- the Cowboys game? Oh, it's outrageous. Because I'm not going to be in town for the Cowboys game. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you go to just to sell them on, um, on the Jaguars website. You can put your tickets for sale. And it tells right. you what the average price is being sold for. It's a lot. It's more than the base value. Like, a lot more. It's crazy. And it's just because that other team has their fans coming in that want to see them. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. I guess. It's the Cowboys, right? Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. I think everyone, when I was a kid, everyone's team was the Cowboys. That was America. Remember, that was America's, America's team. team. And now in Jacksonville, you know, I'm not a Cowboys fan anymore because we have the Jaguars, but I was the biggest Cowboys fan. And plus, they were good. They had Emma Smith, Troy Aikman, and Michael Irvin. And they, were, they were great oh, back yeah. then, too. So everyone was a Cowboys fan. And I think a lot of people kept that and, or, you know, like them still. If you think about the teams that have come through here, 
uh, and they, it's endless just in terms of the fan bases that they have. The Giants being one of the biggest, uh, the Ravens, uh, they loaded up on uh, on Duval, and obviously the Cowboys will, and, and, and I'm with you. But uh, I, I hope, little by little, this team starts winning more, and then more people say, those are my tickets, those yeah. are my seats, I mean, that look, type of stuff. You're going to have – when you have a team in a city, the city's going to like the team. But in order for people outside of the city – like the team, you have to win. Yeah, exactly. there's no doubt. No, no one's going to want to like a loser. I mean, it's, right. unless you have emotional ties to it. And if you don't live here, you ha- you don't have emotional ties to them, so you're not going right. to root for them. Yeah, the only team that could fall under the heading of lovable loser for the longest time were the Chicago Cubs, and 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 they just loved them. That that's that was it. Simple as that. You would go to see them because you just knew. You didn't even need to worry about the game. You were just going for the party. All right, now. Uh, this is an interesting question. I had shoulder surgery on the right shoulder, but pain is starting in the left. Is there a concern? So that happens a lot. The qu- I don't know how far out he is from his surgery. Is it two years ago? Or is it 10 days ago? You know, I, I don't know that answer. But mm-hmm. happens a lot because, one, you're going to use the other arm more. right? So if one arm is in a sling, the other arm is you're doing more things with it. Whether you realize it or not, you're going to use it more. So that can hurt more. Lifting up, grabbing things, and now let's say surgery is five months out. The left arm can still hurt more because that that right arm that had the surgery is not strong enough yet. So you're still not going to use it for the heavy items that you're doing. I got you. The other thing is, if you get older, you know, there's studies that show anyone over 60, 65, if you just get 10 people walking down the street and you get an MRI, like four of them have a rotator cuff tear, they don't even know it, right? Mm-hmm. So is it possible if you're older that you have both shoulders have a rotator cuff tear? Yes. And maybe you didn't have pain before, but now it's bothering you because you're using it more. So there's a lot of nuance to that question that I don't have the answer to, but those are kind of the quick um, scenarios that I can think about just from that question on on why it can be normal. So it's yes and no. It can be normal and also cannot be normal. If he had surgery five years ago and he was fine, now the left shoulder is hurting, it's not related. If he had surgery Mm -hmm. 10 days ago and now the left shoulder is hurting because he's using it more, it is related. So it kind of depends. Yeah, yeah, and and I agree. Vague, vague. Uh, you know, just it's not like you need to give us a huge detail, but uh, sometimes that vague area we kind of we're left with. A I, little I bit actually love it when they get a lot of detail because Joe sits there and tries to read it, and he can't see it. He has to put his glasses on, and he can't read half the big words that people text him, and so he struggles, which is nice. But you know that once I'm done reading it, I become an expert <laughs> on what they're going. Joe, Joe tries to read it. He's like, what, what, what does it say? What does he say? <laughs> It's the truth. All right, let's finish up with a couple of them. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, look, he's he's been thrown off of planes. <laughs> he's been serenaded and celebrated uh, at NBA games. Uh, Jerry Jones, owner of the Cowboys, is interested uh, in bringing OBJ in. Uh, but as you might imagine, Doc, uh, ACL injury, yeah. significant, uh, and he tore it in the Super Bowl. Yep. Could have been the MVP of that game. And here we are, barely 10 months removed from that, and they think he can come back. Yeah. Anyway, the reports are that there are still concerns about his right. knee. Well, first of all, the reports that they were happy he tore his knee uh, to fix what went wrong is complete BS, like 100% BS. BS. There's no That's agent talk, 100%. That's BS. Uh, no one wishes they tore their, their ACL again, and that does not fix if the first surgery was botched, you know, number one, which it wasn't. But anyways, that's a different story. Now, he's nine and a half, ten months out. 
we always say nine months to come back minimum. So he's at that minimum time frame. He wants to go out and play. He had a revision. I don't care who you are. A revision is way harder to come back from than a normal primary ACL. So, mm-hmm. and he's had three of them, right? One on one leg and two on the other. So, you know, I don't know what they saw that made them think he's not ready, but I'm assuming it's some biomechanical stuff they made him do, like strength testing on that quad, and they can. there's a lot of things you can measure to see if it's at least 90% back to what the other one is, which is kind of the key thing that we look for on studies. Right. So that's assuming that's what it is. And, you know, it is what it is. He's, he's only nine and a half, ten months out from a revision ACL. So for it to take longer than a primary to come back from is not unheard of at all. He's trying to get mm-hmm. paid, understandable. But, he, you know, whatever is spewing out from the agent, people need to realize he may not come back. Or if he does, it might take longer than the nine and a half, ten months that people were hoping that he would come back from. Right. And we just got to quit falling in love with the idea that everyone can do it. All right. We have run out of time. We got to say goodbye. Uh, Doc, tell them how they can find our show if they missed some of what, they had, what we had today. Yeah, you go on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify. It's uh, under Breaking Bones. And then all, always on the 1010XL website in the, in the um, previous show section. Dr. George Bari on Instagram. On Instagram. 1010 Joe C on Instagram. We send you to the kickoff show. Doc, let's just see if we can't compete today, okay? Let's just say go Jags. Hopefully the other team punts. We'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to Breaking Bones with Dr. George Bari and Joe C on 1010XL.